2: all right everybody and welcome once again to the texas rangers baseball podcast this is episode five and today ricky Venasco, hey lauded by many as maybe one of the top one two or three starting pitching uh prospects in the organization he's coming back from rehab and he's going to join us uh from tommy john surgery he's just finished and about to start in his fall instructs we're going to talk to him but first jeff what's up man
1: no nothing just chilling here on a thursday the uh, you know that that was a, a rough series for the the, the ball club and in, in uh, at Yankee Stadium should have won the first game, probably probably should have won last night too. Yeah. Um Just you know, one of those things where the, the this is it. I mean, this is a good barometer to show it shows where uh, a rebuilding team falls short and where a a winning team like the Yankees, a contender, find a way to you know punch through and, 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 and when, win a ball game, they should, they absolutely need to win. So, um, but it's on to Baltimore, uh, four game series, Baltimore's terrible. So, uh, maybe the Rangers can put off losing a hundred games until they come home. But, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: uh, what are they, they're at 97 now. So it's going to 97 with, with 10 to go eight and two is going to be a tough one.
2: Yeah, I think so too. So, I mean, pretty much, um, it's like, I think we knew him probably three weeks ago, they're going to lose 100 games. I mean, you just looked at it. They don't quite have the horses in the stable right now, and that's not necessarily an an, an indictment on what it is. Look, they're observing and doing that. But, you know, I thought we would have some fun today, Um, and I want to do that second. But you're right. Uh, Maybe these four games here will, you know, can lighten the mood a little bit and get get a couple wins. Because I don't care. I know that a lot of fans think, hey, let's tank and let's get a higher draft pick, do whatever. These players want to win. They want to win. That's not their goal. Their goal is to go out. It right. shows Woody's. Woody wants to win every day.
1: Yeah, and and know, yeah, i I did a story on it Sunday about the hundred losses, and yep. you know he he talked to me. He's like, I really want to fish, you know. 63 and 99 um this guy this guy wants to win you know sure. he, he he hasn't been uh handed a, a very good deck you know yeah or the hand isn't very good i guess from the deck right a bunch of the uh, two you know, two seven if you're if you're playing poker that's probably what he's got yeah but um yeah and and, and it's eating him up i think but you know these guys come to the ballpark they work every day um the young guys realize that they've got a chance to make an impression and maybe sometimes that hurts them maybe they press sometimes um but it 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 fuels them for working so i you know you you can look at a game and say oh they quit they haven't quit they're just overmatched and i i I think that uh you're you'll you'll see them play hard until 162 and then uh next spring will be something something entirely different
2: I'm telling you right now, I think this offseason, maybe one of the busier offseasons we're going to see. They've got a lot of 40-man spots that they've got people that they have to make decisions on. And so it's why we're not going to see Josh Young this year. It's it, They don't have to put him on that roster until uh, – you know, until, uh, the end of spring, uh, if he does make the team coming out of uh, spring training, which we all assume he will, or I don't know, we'll talk about that in a minute. Cause we're going to go over some lineup stuff here in a second on the game we want to play, but we're going to do all of that right after this. And let's, let's see who our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by superior sports investments established in 1995. They carry one of the largest graded card inventories in the country with the widest variety of BGS and BCCG and PSA graded sports cards. Unlike other online sellers or auction houses, they own their entire inventory. They don't take consignment, no auctions, so they take pride in every sale that they make. They make sure every card they sell is the highest quality item possible before it leaves their hands and packaged safely and securely. Visit their eBay or Amazon stores to see their entire inventories or browse superiorsportsinvestments.com. That's superiorsportsinvestments.com. And use the promo code THANKS5 for a discount okay so all right so before we before we get into we I kind of brought up I give Jeff a little homework which he like he doesn't have enough to do covering this team I said you know what tell me who you think let's go to next spring coming out of spring going to the first day of the season which is March 31st next year uh, the last day of March they play the Yankees I think at home that's opening day um, who's the starting lineup now I will give you a little leeway um, I I put if you think there's a right-handed left-handed uh, combination at certain positions, then you can you get that leeway if you want to say, hey, it's this or that other than that, okay. but I want to do it two different ways. now okay. for me, it's easier as a fan that's been here I, I can dream and think. so the second way is, off season moves that you think you don't have to explain, just you do the lineup and those names will be in there. Um, first, let's go though with what they have right now. After the season, a few of these guys will fall off because they won't, they'll be free agents. With what they mm-hmm. have heading into next year, who's your rotation?
1: Okay. Um, my rotation with what they have, and I'm including Ko Har in this, even though he's in triple A. Sure. Um, Dunning, Hearn, Allard. Lyles Arihara. Okay. Um now I, you know Lyles Lyles is one of those guys who's going to be a free agent but I re- I really could see a case where they might ask him back. You know it, it would be okay. a, a cheap deal. He might be able to do something better somewhere else but those are the ones I'm going with since they're on the roster slash in the organization right now.
2: Okay, so I'm I'm kind of there with you um I went Dunning Hern Otto. I went Cody now, is Cody supposed to be back? He's coming. He, they thought he might be back yeah. in September. And Alexi, that's where I went. Arihara, I boy, I toyed with Arihara. He did clear waivers. He's in AAA, so he will be invited to spring training next year. Um, yeah. And maybe figure out whatever it is that's doing, you know, whatever the heck it is. So, I did. I, I toyed with that, but I went I went ahead and went with Alexi because he's on the roster right now in doing that. Okay. So, and I didn't think of Lyles. I think Lyles is gone. That's me. But, um, okay. Yeah.
1: Well, the, the 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 reason I think he comes back is all these guys,
2: absolutely, alexi
1: yeah they're going to be short on it. The Rangers going to be short on innings. Absolutely. These guys can go out and throw 180, not even 150. So you're going to need somebody to eat innings. And this is still a rebuilding year. It's still being framed that way. Right. Um, it's supposed to be better, but I still think contending is not uh, at the forefront. So that's why I kind of went with Lyles and Arihara.
2: Yeah, and no, I I totally get what you're saying there. And when I, you'll see on the other time on the on the other one that we do that I went with, you got to get somebody in here to to do it. Mm-hmm. Now I dream a little more than you, so it's different. But uh, I'm from the fan. Okay, who's your catcher? Still the same combo?
1: Yeah, same same catching tandem: Trevino and Heim. Uh, I, I did think about Sam Huff, and I think there's a way that he he could start uh, next season on the major league roster, but you know, it, it's a big deal not, not miss for a catcher to miss a season of catching. Yeah. I, I think they need him to go to AAA to work on the catching. The, his, you know, the offense, the offense, he's going to be what he is. You know, he's going to hit for a lot of power. Hopefully he gets his average up to around, you know, I think the Ranger would be happy with 240 to 250 right. as long as he's popping home runs. But I think that he just needs a little more, a little more seasoning behind the plate.
2: He's got his legs under him. I mean, I mean, He hadn't been squatting really for a long time, and that takes a lot. I mean, that is a lot to be back behind that plate, you know, that long. So I think you're. And and
1: the Rangers, the Rangers are big believers in the framing. And sure, you know, if you look at the numbers, Trevino and Heimer have made the Rangers the best, honestly, in in the league, maybe even baseball, at at turning balls into strikes. Yep. So and that's 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 big.
2: Yep. No, I totally agree. Okay, so how about first base? Okay, so we're gonna go around. That's position two. Position three is first base.
1: Uh, Nate Low, Nathaniel Lowe. Sorry. Yep. Um,
2: <laughs> that's so hard for well, me. I'm going to call him Nate until I'm talking to. Yeah, you I
1: mean, he's been he's he you know he obviously cooled off, but um you know he gets on base, hits hits ball the other way, looks like he's starting to figure out his pull side power a little bit. So, um you know I'd give him another chance.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm the same way. I think I think Lowe has proved that there are other places we could go free agent wise to find. Uh, players. And at first base, you've got someone there. He may not be, mm-hmm. you know, you think of your, your, your first baseman, 40 home run, big corner guy. He's not that guy, but there are other places you can put those, those players. All right. So let's go to second base. This one might be interesting. Who do you put?
1: Uh, I went with Nick Solak. Okay. I, I, I think that he's got the experience. He's He's been pretty good uh, since coming back from AAA. So uh, I, I think he gets, gets another, another shot at the job.
2: Okay, with with this group of players they have, I went Ibanez. I went Andy Ibanez. All right. Um, uh, look, he's play, he's played third and second, kind of a utility guy. He's not stellar on defense. We know that. Uh, Solak wasn't stellar on defense, although he has improved some this year. He's yeah, he's he got had, he had a long
1: streak, he yeah. had like sixty something game streak without an error. So yeah, you know you at minimum, you need to make the plays you're supposed to make. And he's at minimum, he's capable of that. And he's done some other – he's made some nice plays uh, otherwise as well.
2: Yeah, and the only reason I go with the Banez, I know Woody loves the way the ball comes off the bat of the Banez. He does hit the ball hard. Um, and he is one of the better hitters on the team right now. Um, but yeah. you know what? Um, that's not where I go in my second list that we go to, but out of what mm-hmm. we have. Now let's go to third base. Um, are we both with Young?
1: Well, I mean, I, I, yes. Um, if, if he's eligible for your little experiment here, if he's yeah. not, I'm going. I'm yeah, yeah. going with Andy Abanez. But okay, if, I'm going within it, the
2: organization. Uh, you know what? That's my okay. fault. I'm talking not on the big league roster. I'm talking in the organization. So okay,
1: well then I'll go. I'll go with Josh Young. Okay, Josh Young. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: So yeah. Well, that, at least I didn't throw you too far off because that—that's good because. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, understandable. We both think Josh Young should make the team coming out of spring training
1: yeah i i don't you know there there they're, they're as you know has been the the service time issue and uh keeping guys out for whatever it is 21 days or whatever and then calling them up yeah you know, with the collective bargaining agreement that's being worked on right now they, that may not even be a, a factor anymore i you know that's something that the players definitely want to address so sure. it wouldn't surprise me if it didn't matter so i i think that that uh Josh is going to be the clear-cut guy in spring training. Um, honestly, I think if he hadn't gotten hurt this year, already
2: be. I would
1: have put I would have put him on I would put him on the team on opening day. I mean, I I saw him at spring training. He took he took our uh, arguably the best batting practice of anybody on the team, and that and just knows what he's doing. Um, obviously, he needed at bats, but uh, he, he no no foot injury, and he he's probably on the team in, in July. And, and, and but he's not, but Opening day, it's his job.
2: Yeah, it, I I totally agree. And just watching him play Double A and Triple A, he is the best player on the field for the for the team he's on. As far as approach at bat, the way he looks when he's hitting, sure. I'm not talking about he's hitting 450 foot bombs all the time. The guy's got an approach to the plate. He he lays off pitches he needs to, uh, you know. But the, he's put the numbers up. He's backed it up. This is a guy that loves this game, loves being on the field. And my gosh, I, yeah, it's hard to see that. So your shortstop within the organization. No, no way to go. With, for left. Yeah. You got to go yeah. with IKF. Okay. All right. Left field. This is the one that I wonder where you're going to go here. Left field.
1: Left field. I am going to go with DJ Peters. Um, DJ
2: I, Peters. Okay. I
1: I think he's done enough to warrant another look. Uh, I know the average hasn't been there. It's it's inconsistent, but the power's there. The defense is there. Chris Woodward loves him, loves his attitude. Um, so that's where I'm going. I'm going with, uh, DJ Peters.
2: Okay. You know, that's interesting. I, I didn't even think of, that's the one guy I didn't really think of. Cause I don't, it, you know, I do love his enthusiasm. He, he is a, just a, that guy has a great attitude every day. You see him's got a big grin and doing that and loves to play the game too. I went with a guy who I still have this belief is kind of, this is kind of my Scott H- Heinemann guy. I've always thought eventually this guy's just going to break it and he's going to go. And I, and he's a, he's a stellar defender. And I would put him in center, but I'm gonna put him in left, and that's Eli White.
1: All right. Yeah. You know he's got the arm injury to 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 come with, but. Yep. Yeah. Great defender. Yeah, and and super, super fast. Fast. There, there are tools there.
2: There are tools. Okay, center field um, with Le- Leodis Tavares. That's who I went with. It's kind of hard to go away from that. And right field, I think we're both Garcia.
1: Sure. Yeah. For sure. Um. I. I. Yeah. It's.
2: Hey, he's it's
1: easy he's one of the he's one of the few locks i mean uh you know I, I i thought we answered first base shortstop right field center field and catcher pretty easily but honestly garcia and kinder falefa right now are the only guys that have jobs i think for absolutely sewn up for sure next year
2: absolutely yeah and, and not to take any way anything away from low who we pretty much think probably has it locked up but that, that's that's a position that somebody could easily that could be a signing somewhere or a trade sure. for a good player uh, to come in. You know, Orioles might be looking to move Mancini or something. But he could play outfield too. But I don't <laughs> have him on my list, by the way. So, but anyway, uh, there could be improvement there. Even though I like Low. Okay, DH. Uh,
1: I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a platoon. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Willie Calhoun and, and Andy Bagnes okay that's- uh, I, I want i want Banyas on the field I, and and with young at third you got to find a way to get andy at bats and you can sprinkle him in at second and even first sure uh in, in this scenario uh i i just you know Willie, um he he's hit well since he's been back Yes. i i just, I just out, outfield defense is so important and while he's much better than he was uh four years ago it's still you you can do better and so that's why i have peters out there and i'm not saying willie's not going to get games in the outfield, right, but, right, yeah, your, your best defensive alignment does not have Willie Calhoun in it.
2: You know what, that's funny. I, I did the exact same thing you did, only, of course, I have Abanez at second base, so my right-handed uh, combination at DH was Solak. So I've got Calhoun, Solak, okay. and Solak, like Abanez, you can throw him out there. You can put him out yeah. there to play second base when you need him to. He could probably play third, I guess. I mean, he wasn't as good over there if you need him to. Uh, maybe even a little outfield, but he's a good right handed bat. I do like Solat's bat. Um, I just think a to me, feels like he's one of these guys ready to break out too. So uh but we're right, we're thinking on the same page. We have a few moved. How about closer? You got Barlow? Uh
1: I do not have Barlow. Okay. I have Jose LeClerc. Um Is he back? He'll he'll be back. He'll be back. He, okay yeah he you know he had tommy john surgery in march relievers don't need as much time so um i'm i'm going with with leclerc um just the experience factor uh he's not going to be a guy who you know they're not they're not going to non him. if anything he could be a trade candidate in july sure. uh but i i i think that that leclerc is going to be the guy
2: Easy. If he's, if he's healthy to go, yes, without a doubt. It's, it's like Hernandez. If Hernandez was back healthy again, too, Jonathan Hernandez, that's somebody mm-hmm. who could, he could be at the back end of that bullpen, too. Okay, so let's go outside the box. Now, let me explain to this to folks. I'm going to be way more wild than Jeff is because I come to this as a fan of the Texas Rangers since 1974. Jeff comes to this. As a guy that covers the Rangers, who sure he loves to see him do better because that's funner to cover when you cover a team that's doing good. But you don't have allegiance to them um, like I do. Um, so I went outside the box, and I'm me and Chris Young and and John Daniel got together, and we did some oh. different things. And so, okay. Um, okay, so start out with your rotation next year. What do you see?
1: My rotation next year: uh, Dunning, Hearn, um, Arihara. I go with uh Sunny Gray who will be available in a trade with the Reds. Uh the Rangers have a little bit of history dealing with the Reds here recently. Uh and then uh but that's that's going to be the only pitching addition. But I'm not going to have Jordan Lyle's in there anymore. I am going to put in Glenn Otto. Okay. So are Dunning, Hern, Arihara, Sunny Gray and Otto, and, and you know, Sonny, Sonny Gray will start on opening day.
2: This is fantastic because I have Sonny Gray. All Even right. I know the Reds might be. Now, I did go better, though. All I right. went with a guy that is possibly going to be a free agent, um, Syndergaard. I went they, with this with one name signing. I went Syndergaard, Sonny Gray, then I go Dunning, Hearn and Otto. Um, okay. I don't know. Syndergaard still, he's going to have to, he may be kind of like Otto, uh and then at the back end, he did not pitch a lot this year, so he doesn't have a lot of innings, and if he's healthy, he may not can go 150 innings. Tony Gray's my guy to go eat the innings. That's who I've got yeah. that can eat the innings. And I do think the Reds might be looking to move him too. And he's got options for thirteen or, or for uh twenty three. So you could have him under control for a couple years if he's playing yeah, well.
1: Yeah. Well and, and Synder- Syndergaard's from Mansfield, so that's a nice local tie. Uh his parents now live in McKinney, I believe. But uh, you know, bring bring him home. Yeah. And
2: and if, and if he's healthy and, and you know, he doesn't get the big deal he thinks he ought to get, you know, maybe something like a, 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 15 million a year for a couple of years or something like that. It could be two or three years, and it might be somebody like you flip him again if, it, if he turns out to be that. I don't know. I'm dreaming. It, he's probably going to get a little more than that. Okay, we go to catcher. I think we're still at the same place.
1: Yeah, same too.
2: Yeah, there's no need to go out trying to find a catcher anywhere. I, that's kind of yeah. the, the way I see it. Okay, let's go to first base. Still with Lowe?
1: Yeah, I am. Um, okay, so me too. I I, I've, I flirted with the idea of, of acquiring Luke Voigt. Um, Ooh. from the Yankees, but he hasn't had a a great year and I know some of it's been injury some of it's been uh he was disappointed that the Yankees acquired Rizzo um but i'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on to to Nate Low
2: here. okay, all right, I got Nate Low too. I still don't think that they have to address Nate Low puts good enough at bats there. I think with a, with a stronger uh lineup, Nalo might even be better if he's a little more protected. Uh, see sure. some better pitches, and his numbers could really climb. So I still That's see low the there. Thing. Second base. This
1: is- I'm still sticking with Nick Solak. Um I don't. I don't think the Rangers need to go outside the organization for a second baseman. I think that they need to bide their time on Foskey. So I think. I think uh, Nick keeps the seat warm uh, this year or in 2022. So that's – I'm sticking there.
2: Okay, this may be a prelude to where I go down the line, but uh, my, my second baseman is a guy named Isaiah conor Uh for oh. That's my second baseman. Okay. so All
1: right, I see what you're doing. <laughs> you
2: see where I, see doing. Where
1: you're, I see where you're going. <laughs> okay. Who's your shortstop then?
2: It, he's coming up. He's coming up. First thing I gotta go to third base.
1: Oh, right, right, right. So right. I go to third uh,
2: base. Who's my third baseman? I'm Josh a, Young. A Josh Young. That's who I have. Josh Young is my <laughs> third baseman. All right. And then my shortstop is a guy named Carlos Correa that's uh, oh. who I go with I think he's the one guy if you're going to spend on a big name free agent this year that you can lock up the only deal with Correa he, look he's an alpha male when he's on the field but he does have a little bit of injury stuff that can happen but uh, that's my one big signing is Correa because okay. he's young okay. still he's only 26 or 27 Uh, but still you, those those years still play um, yeah. as far as I'm concerned
1: well my source stops Trevor's story Okay. Um, uh, you know, I, I think the local tie thing seems mm-hmm. legitimate. He hits well in this ballpark. He really likes it. Yep. Uh, now I've had people say, you know, the, the players coming home and playing for their hometown team, it's a pain in the butt because people always want tickets and stuff like that. Sure. Yep. But, um, he really, you know, his wife is from here. Yep. Both their families live here. Uh, you know, in, in the off they live. Uh, he he and his wife live in Colleyville. Sure. And just, I just think that it's, it's just too easy. It, it, it maybe that maybe that's my problem. It's too easy, but um, I I think Story is the guy.
2: I I like Story too, and I would be totally happy as a Ranger fan if Story was a guy too that came here. And he's not that old. He's what twenty nine. So he's not, uh, or is he twenty eight right now? I think, but but still young, uh, still young. I'm I'm trying not to go over 30 if I can help it when you're trying to, because you've always got to look at next year, three years and five years. And who can you have helping this team when they're there story? Certainly uh, along with Correa could be one that does that left field. Now here, is where it's fun for me. Who do you got in left field?
1: No, 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 don't, don't keep them in suspense. Give him give him a left fielder. Give okay. him your left fielder.
2: Okay. Well, when we went out and got Sonny Gray, we kind of made this big, this big deal that we did. <laughs> and do you know who it is? No. <laughs> Castellanos. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we got, we, we made a blockbuster deal and we got a left fielder in Castellanos who, uh, to come play left field along with Sonny Gray that came back here. Um, and then I've got, Another one no, I, I
1: tell you what. I tell you what, Nick. You you can you can make uh, you can draw a lot of a lot of lines to to Nicholas. I think he likes to go to now yeah. Costellanos, Um, you know the Rangers courted him last off season. Yeah, and and Chris Woodward really wanted him, and I think I think that they they made a pretty good connection. Um, now it turns out that you know they blew the door. The Reds blew the doors off with the money.
2: Right. Uh,
1: that's fine. Uh, but he he can opt out or something like that after this year. Um he had a great year. He's having a great year right. in a hitter's ballpark.
2: Sure.
1: Um so that would be that would you know but but if the Rangers thought he would hit here um then I I can see that. Um I, I, I'm still staying though in the or within the organization with DJ Peters. Okay. I just think you know, when we go about, when we talk when Rangers say they're going to spend money. Yeah. And John Daniel said it on the very first podcast here. It doesn't mean they have to go all in this year. This year. Yeah. They can they can sprinkle it over the next couple of years. Sure. So, um, you know, can you do better than Nick Castellanos in left field? Um, sure. I mean, probably. You know, but um, you know, if you're going to sign Trevor Story. Do you want – are you going to get too right-handed heavy? Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm I'm staying with another right-handed bat, DJ Peters, who's far more affordable. And, again, <laughs> there might be something there.
2: Okay, center field. Tavares. You're still going to Ferris, t- Tavares. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, okay, that's good. I went to Cattell Marte. So they went out to oh, Arizona okay. and got Marte, um, which, actually, they're not going to do both Castellanos and Marte, but um, t- I did. <laughs>
1: Okay. So uh,
2: I like Marte, who might be more realistic in this situation um, uh, with Arizona, and he's got a little control, good player. He plays second base too, but I think center field is where I have him here.
1: Yeah, I just – you know, the the, the idea of the rebuild is to build a homegrown core. Sure. All right, so you're going to have Young in it. Uh, Dunning, not homegrown, but Young, and you acquired him right Hern again young and you acquired him from another organization but right. you know, these are guys that, that you've had your hands on for a while and you've developed them so i i think that that giving up on a 23 year old tool toolsy outfielder just is the That's antithesis fair. of the rebuild and i think that Tavares uh again inconsistent just turned 23 like sure. two weeks ago um young talented i i think that they're just going to going to go with him and, and until they are convinced he can't go anymore, but I think it's going to be the other way around. I think that he's going to prove to be a very capable uh, addition, a guy that you want to have, even if he doesn't hit that much.
2: Sure. He can play at the bottom of the lineup with that his, speed. His, and you his, his defensive the
1: speed. He, he's a really good bunner, which he hasn't shown yet.
2: Yeah.
1: So I, I think that, that he's just going to be around for a while.
2: Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I I totally agree. And and you're thinking more realistically, I like to play the fan, you know, where we go out yeah, side, everybody. everybody's fine. And no, no, and that's right. And you're totally right. And I have no issue with that. I I totally think you have to have another year uh to look at him uh, also. Now you don't have Connor Falefa in your lineup. Is he your super utility guy or did he get moved? He is.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 he obviously won a golden glove at third base. Sure. So if if Josh Young does not have a good spring. Sure, and you one of a team in AAA. You have a starting third baseman who uh, won a Gold Glove in 2020. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and I, I think Keiner Falefa is even aware that of the. I know he's aware of the possibilities out there, and that he might have to become a, a a super utility player. And and he's fine with he he's fine with that as long as the team wins. Yep. And um, but you know he he's about to he's going to be second year arb eligible. Yep. Um, he's only got a couple years left, uh, free agency might be his best route eventually, but, um, in, in this scenario, yes, I'm not starting him, but he's going to, he's going to play four or five times a week.
2: Absolutely. And let me tell you what, there's a difference between a super utility guy like kiner of and others, because he is a stellar defender. And right. the bat's just an added bonus to go along with that. You know, I mean, his his bat plays at the major league level as a starter at second base, shortstop, or th- even third base, maybe a little more power. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, it plays on a good team. It plays to have that guy in your lineup. So to be a super utility guy who's that good at those three positions, I mean. Yeah. I, I, I,
1: Although, I, you know, I, 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 do, I do like your idea of playing him at second. I mean, I – you know it's it it makes a lot of sense um but and and maybe i don't know shoot who knows but i i i would i would stick with solak there and just because you can move kinder fluff around because he can move around and play yep. capably across the infield and probably he could probably even play left field um that's what i'm doing there
2: and so I, in, in right field again, we both got Garcia. I'm assuming Adolis. Yeah, He's yeah, gonna yeah. Be in right field and closer, I still had Barlow. You probably still have Leclerc, or do you have anybody in the free agent?
1: Market? No, I have Leclerc. I, you know, John Daniels doesn't doesn't like to spend money on on big money on closers. He's only done it once with with Joe Nathan. Yeah, um, and that worked out great, by the way. Sure. Um, and, and then DH, uh, you know, I still want Banya's and uh, Calhoun. And, and Calhoun getting at bats. So. Uh, that that's where I'm going there. Well, in, um, in
2: my scenario, it is Ibanez yeah. and, and Calhoun and so the odd man out. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's the odd man out, which in, in my scenario here, there's a couple of different guys that you got someone that the, the utility guy that if, if Connor Falefa playing second base, your super utility guy might be for me, it might be Hernandez um, that, that, that ends up taking that position. Yeah. Uh, maybe a Doro, but they'd have to create a spot for him. So that's, Probably not gonna happen. He defensively, he's like kind of flat. He plays great defensive all around the infield. He didn't hit where the crap when he was here. Um so that's why I like He didn't get much of a chance though. No, and that's that's true. And he knew what his yeah. his role was. His roles would come up here and sit on the bench and be there in case, and he didn't have to take a 40 minute right. spot. So right. because of COVID. So anyway, all right. Well that that that's fun to do. Um, I think we our next homework ought to be we ought to look at next week who who which of these players do you see that maybe no one's talking about? Who needs to be looking over their shoulder in the fact that either they're going to get moved or they're going to they're going to get taken off the forty man? Because there's a few names we could go over there. There's a lot of Absolutely. them, and we can we can talk about that next week as we wind down the season. Because hey, not much is going to change on the big league roster t- these last ten days. Uh, so you know, it'd be surprising to see anything else. Other than that, um, I think that would be fun.
1: Sure. Yeah. All right. and then Looks this, all,
2: and we're gonna have some fun stuff. Hey, before we get out of here, um, I saw that Ron Washington got you all the balls for the the do it for Durrett. Let's talk about that uh, big thing. I can't wait for that uh, do it for dirt's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah, um, uh, the, the the big event is a month from today, October 23rd, uh, at at Legal Draft. I think we're calling it Do It for Durrett Rocks. Right. Um, you know, there's gonna be. Uh, Mike, you know, Groobs is going to be there. Uh the Old Grey Wolf himself with his band Petty Theft, Petty, the, theft, the Tom yeah. Petty cover band will be providing entertainment. Um, what you were referring to is, you know, every, every time we have an event, we ask people we know in the game who 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 knew Richard. Uh, unfortunately the the is getting smaller and smaller. Um, yeah. to to help us out. Get autograph items from from their team. Um so like Ron Washington's done it for a few years. Chris Davis used to be great. Um, Ian Kinsler used to be great. And then uh, this year N- Nelson Cruz has always been great, but he's he's helping us out with some uh, his stuff and a couple of Tampa Bay guys. Uh, Mike Maddox always gets us Cardinal stuff. He got us National stuff when he was with the National. So you get the idea. Right. Uh, anyway, Wash though takes it another step. He gets stuff from other teams, and so in in this these these balls that he sent us he had only three braves you know the good all these acuna and and freddie freeman but he got albert Pujols, clayton yeah. kershaw that was good jacob list. Degrom, don manley you know the marlins manager who you know you can make a case to be in the hall of fame Absolutely. maybe um, so and, and he, he did get a couple cardinals uh to go off the bats he got arenado and, and molina uh anyway he he got uh, and Scherzer and a, cu- a couple others uh, uh, oh no he got he got Tatis and Machado yeah so uh, he he just you know he, he he just gets it and um has no problem doing it and so yeah he's a he's a champion he he, he really is a, a a great person um and you know it, it doesn't it's no skin off his back to no. you know ask Basically, you know, he either asks the player himself or he asks the, the, the clubhouse manager to tell the visiting clubhouse manager to to get these balls autographed. And it happens and it's it's a beautiful thing. And then we're going to auction them off. That's uh, the the silent auction is part of our our event. And then we're going to have an eight. Eight items for live auction, uh, including a, a trip to the All-Star game, a trip to the Hall of Fame wow. and a, a trip to um, spring training. So um, it's great stuff and if you you know John Daniels is on the board Emily Jones is on the board Anthony Andrew um, Kelly Durrett, Durrett is on the board Ashley or niece is on the board so it's it's a really good group of people who who uh, obviously knew Richard um, and and just enjoy helping other families
2: and ex- explain what the money does because uh, this is awesome. Yeah, I think
1: this is incredible sure. the the money. Uh, The the first event uh, six years ago was strictly for uh, Richard's family. You know, at at the time, uh, Owen and Alice were little, six and three, I want to say. And Kelly was pregnant with with Margo. And so, you know, we wanted to to raise some money for the family. So we had it at Billy Bob's. It was great. We raised 200,000. We had something from every major league team. Um, So huge help. Uh, and then it was such a success. We kind of created a brand and we wanted to do it for other families. And so that's what we do. Uh, if if somebody reaches out to us about an area family, who's lost a a parent, uh, has has, suddenly sudden loss, right. Has, uh, has kids, you know, left behind and they just need help. Sometimes it's, um, sometimes we just send 3000 bucks, you know, sometimes we send 10, um, we've, we've done 50,000 before for families. So it's, uh, it, it, It means a lot to all of us. I think it's something that I never thought I'd be involved in. And, um, it's one of the, one of the best things I've done. And, um, just these people, you know, they don't know what's going on. Their lives have just been turned upside down. Exactly. And they have all kinds of expenses, you know, and, and, and some of them have insurance, some of them don't, you know, there's, you know, there's GoFundMe pages that get set up. So sometimes we'll reach out and families will turn it down because they've done well there, they want it to go to other families, but. Um, you know, even if it's just, you know, covering, covering a mortgage payment for a month or paying sure. off a credit card, something like that, something sure. to help them figure out where they're going to make up this lost income and, uh, pay the bills and keep a roof over their head. So, uh, it, it's a, it's a really, it's a great little charity and, uh, um, we've helped, I don't know, 120 families, let's say we've raised over a million dollars. So we're, 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 we're doing good and, uh, it's, it's good work.
2: Yeah, and that's and that's do it for Dura. That, that you, you guys need to look into that right now. Let's go. Uh, let's go talk to Ricky Vanesco. All right, and joining us now from the complex there in Arizona, uh, a lot of you guys know this name, and he has been on rehab now for a little over a year. It's Ricky Vanesco. We talked to him last year. Uh, he came on the show be- before the injury. Ricky, what's up, bud?
0: Not a whole lot, man. Itching to get get a hitter in the box at this point. <laughs>
1: Yeah, where, so where where are you? Where are you in the rehab process? I, I talked to Willie Calhoun a couple of weeks ago. He said he stepped in and tracked against you and said you were throwing fastballs and change-ups. Or where are you at now?
0: Um, so I actually just got done with my rehab two Thursdays ago, and then I threw my first live BP this week, and then I have another one tomorrow. So um, I have one more live BP after this, and then my first game is October 5th. So-
1: okay, so you... So you're spinning stuff, you're throwing- Oh yeah, no, I'm
0: throwing everything.
1: Yes, sir. And how do you feel?
0: I feel fantastic. Yeah, I don't think I've ever felt better, honestly. Great, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel, I mean, I put on 40 pounds since I've been in here.
2: Yeah, I was joking. 40, other, yeah, I was joking the other day. I, had, if you needed forty pounds, I could have gave you forty pounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had to get mine the hard way, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, I feel you know, mentally, physically, I'm, I just I feel I feel fantastic. So,
1: well, when well, the first time I met you, the first time we talked, it was when you were uh, in Arlington as part of the the Rangers Futures Camp, and you talked to me about how you always had trouble keeping on weight. So. Yeah. How did, how did you, how a, did you put it on this time and b how are you keeping it on?
0: I mean, I, so like when I first got into rehab, the, the whole, um, like idea was for me to just throw on a bunch of weight, like as quickly as possible. Um, and that's what I did. I sat down with Stephanie and Emily and we just made a plan about how much I should be eating, you know, like eating the right stuff, obviously. Um, and just stuck to the plan finally and just you know i put in all the effort and i was eating probably 6200 calories a day
2: god so, you suck that's like a that's like a swimmer that's like a swimmer it,
0: it, it, it was it was like seriously like the hardest part through it- rehab other than i like sitting around doing nothing every day but like i ate myself sick daily
2: <laughs> oh my gosh see i'm jealous of yeah. a guy who needs to take the forty off. Sixty two hundred calories would be like a dream for me to be able to eat <laughs> yeah. anything I wanted.
0: It was it was a grind, I'll tell you that. But so was it,
1: I mean a lot of shakes. I mean you I can't imagine you're eating sixty two hundred dollar calories and steaks every day, but <laughs>
0: I might've ate Chipotle out of burritos like weekly.
1: <laughs> I
0: was there every day, at least three times a day. And then I had shakes in between plus snacks, plus like stuff. Before I went to bed, it was,
1: it was a lot. Well, what's your, what's your go-to chipotle burrito? What's your go-to? Oh,
0: I'm just going to get, I'm gonna get double brown rice, no beans, double steak, a uh, little medium sauce. And then I'm going sour
1: cream and cheese, and I'm calling it. No I'm guacamole? No guac, no. Guac's, no. guac's a healthy a – healthy, it's a superfood.
0: I know, I know. Surprise Stephanie yeah, no didn't put you me. Me. Oh, she tried. Yeah, I just fought against it. <laughs> <laughs> I just fought against it.
1: Uh, the the Stephanie he referenced is Steffi Fernandez, and she's the uh, Rangers nutritionist. And, you know, she, she's done stuff like this for Ricky, uh, Joe Palumbo, Um you know, was drinking a four thousand calorie a day shake a couple off seasons ago, and she she's still also, doing it. Yeah, and she also helps with um, in Joe's case, in Kyle Gibson's case, they have ulcerative colitis. So I mean, she she can do it at all, and and uh, she's you know in this day and age when nutrition's such a big thing for players, she's she's kind of like a a quiet MVP. I mean, she keeps she keeps you guys well nourished and, and and going the right way. And Willie Calhoun, had Willie Calhoun too with all his weight loss. Yep. Yeah, she's she's a superhero in her own way. Tell you yeah. That. She really is. Okay. So uh we're throwing ninety nine. Is that right?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're we're you know, we're back to where we left off for sure. Um, yeah, I've been getting getting, you know, told to calm it down a little bit. So I'm kind of throwing too hard too soon. But yeah, we're I mean I mean it was ninety nine in a bullpen the other day with, you know, no hitter, a dummy hitter, and it was ten o'clock in the morning. So the the, the blood's not flowing even so yeah okay can't you know i can't can't wait for you know somebody to step in the box and just finally be able
1: to you know feel the adrenaline again so october 5th is is during instructs which begins here in a couple days for everybody um what what kind of barometer do you think that'll give you will you will you get be able to get a pretty good gauge on what your stuff is doing
0: um you know like honestly as many bullpens as I've thrown to, up to this point, I think it's been like almost 15, 13. And then some line VPs, like my stuff's like still there and I'm confident in it. You know, um, obviously I missed a step. And uh, I think finally just, you know, putting a hitter in there, it's, it's showing me, you know, that my stuff still plays, which makes me feel comfortable because uh, I did blow out on a curveball, which. You know, now I can keep throwing it. there's no mental block there, so it's just it's just nice, you know, that you know my stuff's still there. And I thought I might have thrown the best change up in my life the other day. and <laughs> you know it, it hurts to say this because my um Jordan Teague's always messes with me because before I blew out, I had like finally learning my change up or whatever, and like, I got sent to the alt site. And the joke was, you know, you always had a good change up, blah, blah blah. so I, I finally like, it's finally such a comfort pitch for me now. And I threw one the other day and it was, it was a 0.1 vert and 13 inches horizontal. It was completely <laughs> sideways. And I took a picture of it and I, I, I sent it to him and I was like, I still got a good change up. And he's like,
1: yeah, see, that's your best pitch still. So. <laughs> All right, so but, go for your rep- repertoire from what you're most yeah. comfortable with the least comfortable with. That was with.
2: my question. I want to know what is, yeah. what's the arsenal? Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, obviously it's, you know, still my fastball still plays. I'm, I'm uh, getting about like 22 inches of vert with it right now. So, I mean, it's back to where it was. It was a long road to, you know, finally find that arm slot and the hand path again. But, you know, fastball, still good. Curveball, I mean, even sharper and better now. Change up. I don't even, I'm just so satisfied with that at this point. And then, uh, still working on a slider. Um, it's coming into the mix. It feels good and fine out of my hand. So, we're we're slowly working there but i mean
1: other than that everything feels really good right now so so slider not a not a cutter you like you like a slider a little better
0: yeah it's it's just i think it's it's easier for me to get to a slider you know point on my arm slot than it is cutter um and just because i throw so hard it it Mm -hmm. blends well with my curveball so
1: all right. Well, so great. how much how much drop off do you yeah. get
2: up on the change up? So I mean how how many what's the velo on the change up compared to the to the fastball?
0: It was like uh I think it was sitting in the change up the other day, it was like eighty four, eighty five. So it was from like ninety six, ninety seven, eighty-five.
2: Wow. That's so good. about
0: 12, twelve,
1: twelve. That'll work. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, play, it plays Yeah, I'll tell yeah, you that.
2: will that'll, <laughs> that'll
0: play. It'll play.
1: <laughs> so um we had uh, Cole Reagan's on uh our, our last episode and he's he went through what you went through twice and yeah. but but I, th- I think one of the, the guys who's been instrumental uh has been keith comstock can you talk about uh what it's like being there with keith and how he's helped you along
0: you know com me and Kami actually sat down and talked to you know about it the other day and uh he gave me a good quote and he said uh uh, for rehab he will always stand by he said don't bring more negative energy to rehab and I was sitting there I was thinking I was like you know like what does he honestly mean by that and like obviously the rehab situation you know being nobody wants to be in rehab um, so he always you know brings a positive attitude he always brings such a life to the rehab group and he just he makes it you know less crappier than the situation you know could try, truly be and he always gives you something to work on he challenges you every day he's just like if if you know somebody could ever have a mentor in their life not going through baseball like i'd pick that guy any any day of the any day of the week just uh i mean he's just been there he's been through it he's he's seen it all and
1: he's just he knows what he's talking about yeah i i i I've never heard a rehab guy say anything bad about him. And it is the positivity thing because like Cole said, there are going to be days when you don't want to be there, but there's somebody there who's going to pick you up. And uh, you know, it's a big, unfortunately it can be a big group. So, but I mean, these are probably guys you're going to be friends with forever.
0: Yeah. And you know, the Kami and I were talking yesterday and he said that, you know, there's going to be a difference between, you know, you and being in red and you being in blue. And he said, the only difference is the, because you, you know, you don't really get that close with anybody as, you know, having a year to just be with that person every single day in rehab. So he said, that'll probably be uh, one big change for you not have the gel like you have at rehab. But I mean, that's such a good group. I mean, we were so close. Everybody was so close. Um, it just made... Made the days go by quicker. I was telling Kami yesterday. I felt like I was sitting in a brace still. Was today, today was actually my anniversary. My year was today. So, happy anniversary!
2: Yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thanks. <man. laughs> Thanks. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I had brought brought donuts for all rehab today. It's still a
2: rehab tradition, and
0: yeah, today was the the year. So, all right.
2: That's awesome. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, this is a question that that now's the time to ask. You're you're you are finally off of IR you're, you're healthy again you feel good after the surgery when how long is it before you actually pick up a ball and throw it
0: uh it's six months post-surgery
2: post-surgery so those
0: yeah so six months so you get six weeks until you get the brace off post-surgery and then six months until you start you know throwing a baseball
2: oh my gosh and for a pitcher that had to drive you crazy
0: yeah for you know something that we do all our life and it's our job you can't pick it up for six months it's it's tough. i mean, going tell you what, it's not easy going through rehab, but it'll be a blessing. You know, I'll always remember on my career. That's for sure. Sure. Well, and you, and you start out with like one pound weights, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was, you know, we were, I was, what was I doing? I was curling like three pound dumbbells in the training room. And it was just like, you know, it's, you sit there and you think, oh, three, three pounds, you know, having surgery, you know, with that new UCL. I'll tell you what, I was never so sore after curling three pounds in my life. <laughs> that was the heaviest thing to me. That's heavy to me. Yeah, it's 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 a grind. And then I we had the we had uh ankle weights hung. I had ankle weights hung from my wrist one day because my arm went not straighten out. That was no. <laughs> the most I, I thought I tore my UCL again. It was the most miserable thing I've ever been through. <laughs>
1: That sounds like Dark Age medicine, right? Now. Yeah, it, it was. It's not. It's not fun. <laughs> That's pretty good. That All was- right, so, so um, we, we've gone through the weight. We've gone through the velocity, and the arsenal. I mean, it sounds like you're ready to go. Man, I, I'm
0: itching. I've been itching since I got done, uh, for done with my uh, um, bullpens. I've been itching for a batter to just step in the box. I've been having a blast since I got done. It's been nothing but fun now, man. I just, you know, you, you you, rehab, you just you find something you can look forward to that gets you through the week. Each week you find that new thing, and then you finally, you know, you get to that end of the, the tunnel and you see the light. It's just like, you know what, like, it's finally time to go. Like, you finally get let go. So I can finally see the light again. We're almost there. So now, good.
2: So good. I'm, I'm assuming, have they told you any kind of pitch count? Because they're obviously not just going to let you go out. Yeah. Have they said, you know, we're going to keep you 20 pitches, 30 pitches, something like that?
0: So uh, I'm supposed to get um, 10 innings in instructs. They're two innings a piece, so it would be five innings roughly. Uh-huh. And then um, I think I'm on like a 25-ish pitch count. I, I haven't been told that, but I would assume so.
2: And that's fine that's you're building back up you got to build back up the right strength to doing that so i even imagine going into the uh spring next year and starting the season in in full ball again when you're back in ball you're they're, they're gonna they're gonna be watching it closely that's too valuable yeah
0: we talked uh we talked when meister was here and they did uh my assessment he says i'm looking for like 90 even like 100 innings next year 95 almost so okay. so i'm getting
1: capped already next year so yeah well i mean that's what i mean colton Cole Win, who was not injured, is is going to be at about a was it about ninety innings this year. So I mean, it's right. It's yep. part of the part of the deal. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Good. So what uh, after instructs you go home to Florida and and hang out and go through a, a normal off season?
0: Uh, I'm going to have a normal off season this year. Uh, I might actually I might either stay here or I'm. I try to go out to Texas and um stay with Sam and hopefully work out the facility out there. Hopefully be out at TMI for a little bit. But um obviously I gotta talk through some things with some higher up people than me. So but that that's that's what the goal I'm shooting for right now. So
1: I tell you what the TMI yeah you know it you know it unfortunately but across the street is a is a large hospital. TMI used to be in there and it used to be tiny and cramped and then Keith and his partners built this nice state-of-the-art facility so i mean you you, yeah. you hurt your elbow at a good time i guess but it, it that i mean it's it's a it's a great facility yeah yeah i went over
0: it's i had the hospital to get my mri done because that's that's where we still go so
1: anyway, oh, i've been yeah. in that i've been in that machine i've been in that one yeah, for, for back. It, it sounds like just bombs going off in there it's terrible did they give you the, the headphones to put on? Did, did they get oh yeah the,
0: the, the little uh skull candy earbuds <laughs> that, that you just <laughs> can't hear the music over in the thing? Yeah, they gave right. you those.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous. But hey, hey we gotta do what we gotta do. Hey, we got That's one right.
2: we got one listener that wanted to ask a question. This is Scott Walker and I put it out so anybody want to ask you a question. He said, How difficult has it been to watch all of the other prospects get so much acclaim? <coughs> excuse me, as the system strengthens, but you hardly get mentioned as part of the strength of the farm system due to the injury.
0: I mean, like, personally for me, like, obviously, that doesn't bother me a bit. Um, Just because, you know, those guys are my teammates one day and sitting in rehab, like, I know that at the end of the day. Like, I want to have, like, obviously I want to be, you know, everybody loves a little recognition, but at the end of the day, sometimes it's, it's good to sit back and, you know, see other people succeed and, you know, watch those guys like Snyder. He was in rehab with me when I started and Mm -hmm. I got to watch him get to the big leagues this year. Like, you know, that's, that's nothing for me, but satisfaction. Like I love that dude to death. You know what I mean? And it's not so much, you know, sitting back and not being recognized, but it's sitting back and, you know, watching those guys that, you know, were in my draft class and, you know, get that call up and seeing that light, like, you know, that could be me one day, you know, that that could be me next year. It could be me the the year after it just, uh, you know, it's just motivation, honestly. And, you know, they, they might not have said or mentioned my name a lot in rehab and I honestly don't care just, you know, because the important people like Mike and all them, they always called me, they checked up on me, you know, so it gave me that, that little satisfaction, you know, that I needed just to get through. So it was nice. I mean,
1: for the record, you're, you're in case people don't know, I mean, you're, you're in the top 30 lists of you know the major publications, you're top 20, top 15. So it's not like you're just, you know, wallowing in the bottom hundred or whatever, but you, it's just, you know, you're, you, you get hurt and it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind type of thing. And, uh, I, I exactly. think I've, i I certainly think like you mentioned, the, the organization knows who you are and, and that's right. what. Oh, yeah. Right. And that,
0: yeah.
2: Go Well, see, and, and I think when, when I first read this question, I kind of went, well, what's he, then I understood what he said because look, Jeff and I both, we've talked to Paul Kruger here uh, a, a couple weeks ago. Uh, he, he talked to Willie Calhoun. The name Ricky Venasco is, what you're doing there, people are saying, okay, Ricky's back. He Here he comes. Because we had heard your name before the injury happened. I think his deal was it's – you haven't – everybody else is getting pressed because they're throwing, they're playing, they're doing it, and Ricky's not. How hard is that? I can't, And you answered it perfectly. It's kind of, yeah, I mean, it stinks because I'm not – Yeah. I'm not facing anyone right now. So my name's not being mentioned on a stat line or a stat sheet. That's kind right. of what I think he was trying to get at.
0: Right, yeah. And you, And, you know – I got recognized, you know, in in my own way in rehab, that that was the satisfaction for me, like put being commie, you know, put me in that leadership role, you know, that that being recognized from, you know, Paul, from Mike, from all those guys like that's that was the only satisfaction I need, you know, I didn't, I didn't need anything tweeted out, you know, I don't need stuff like that. But I, I mean, I, obviously, at the end of the day, you know, it's nice, but, you know, seeing that, you know, I can go into rehab and I can put a smile on a guy's face, you know, when he's having a bad day.
1: That was the only satisfaction I needed while I was hurt. So, yeah, those guys aren't big tweeters, by the way. They, I think they have, they're not. I think they have burners, though. I think they have burners because they always seem to know I tweet. Yeah,
0: that's
1: all I'm gonna, you know, I'm pretty sure they've got burners. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. So,
1: John, Um, what you
2: got? That's it. You know what? Ricky, you came on. I I appreciate it so much. I knew I could get you on. I reached out to you last week. We were supposed to get someone on. I said, you know, Ricky, you probably come on. You were ready. And then I was like, let's do it this week. It's great. I mean, I I had to tap the brakes to get ready. I wanted you to be back throwing. hear some good things before we did. Last year, we had talked right on the day you got diagnosed. And so uh, I wanted and and everybody's like, yeah, go talk to him. He sounds good and everything's going well. It's great to get you to come on here and talk to us. Look, you – Everybody, when they look at pitching prospects in this organization, the top two names right now are Lighter and Win. They always talk about that. But there are guys behind the scenes that are saying, uh, there's a guy named Ricky Venasco that might be right in that, that conversation who might, he could even be the best one here. That's what I've heard behind closed doors. So, you know what? It's good that you're healthy, buddy, and I appreciate you coming on here so much.
0: I appreciate you guys having me you know it's always always a pleasure you know we went through it last year we got yelled by yelled at by Mike together so you know it was it was awesome so i mean you know i mean, it's always a pleasure being on with you guys so awesome All right.
2: hey man if you get into town if you do come in this off season or whatever give me a holler man i'll come over and take you guys out for a meal or something you just got to let me know if you're in town
0: yes sir i will absolutely
2: that's ricky vanasco jeff anything else
1: no sweet
2: All right, buddy. All right, Jeff, thanks. All right, all, right, all right, Ricky, thanks for joining us. Ricky Venasco, right-handed pitcher. Okay, that was Ricky Venasco from Arizona. That was great talking to him. He looks like he's ready to go.
1: Yeah, he was pretty fired up, uh, <laughs> you could tell. And he looks entirely different with all that. I mean, his face <laughs> still looks the same, I guess. But he, he, he's, he's, he's gone from boy to man with his 40 pounds. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive.
2: <laughs> no kidding. God, I wish someone would tell me you really have to eat a lot of calories every day. And I would yeah, you mean- know, I
1: mean, sixty-two hundred—that's like what Michael Phelps would eat. Yes, I, mean, I
2: remember that, remember that you know, story. That's
1: like, that's like Olympic training <laughs> diet. It's crazy. Sixty-two hundred. I—I mean, I—I I eat a lot, but I don't think I could do sixty-two hundred.
2: I don't think I could, and I eat a lot too. And and so you know, I count in calories now, but my gosh but he, he did look good he's put some muscle on um you know I, I saw some pictures of him throwing um yeah and these guys you know that you get up next to him and i remember seeing him at spring training the last spring training when it was really open that was the year COVID hit uh but it was before COVID really got there and they were in spring training and he was just a rail you know just a tall yeah. skinny rail in there yeah well, this is a yep. good one. Hey, you know what? We had Ricky on. We've had, uh, we had some fun there at the beginning uh, next week. Of course, we've got some homework. We're going to look at 40 man <laughs> roster decisions and what they're going to do. And in yeah. the meantime, uh, we'll, we'll try to get another cool guest.
1: Yeah, we, we, I'm, we, we, we haven't let anybody down yet. So, uh, we're not, we're not going to start now. we got, yeah, one more week of the regular season. I tell you what, a, a good, uh, I've got a couple ideas for a good one, so I'll, I'll run them past you here <laughs> off camera. I don't want to, Okay. Off mic. I don't want to. I don't want to make a promise that you can't away. keep.
2: Or, yeah, cash the right. check that you don't have the money in the bank. Uh, no, I, I've got a few of those too. I think that'll be fantastic, guys. Thanks for joining us this time. This was episode five. It was with, and thanks, Ricky Vanasco, for coming on. Uh, we'll be back here next week. Hey, for those that have asked, I want to make sure you know. Into of the off season, we will be doing these weekly. I don't know that we'll need to do it weekly, but at least once or twice a month, we're going to put one of these out. There's going to be a lot of winter meeting stuff, Jeff. You're going to try to get to the winter meetings if they have it um and and maybe report from there
1: yeah uh it's going to depend on if john daniel's told me there won't be in winter meetings if there's a strike so um oh yeah it, yeah think, yeah okay all right. i think it depends on that but i would i would i'd like to you know i mean it's it's uh it's such a big deal and uh you you get you know but and, that, and then and then it all assumes that we can do what we normally do which is you know talk to people without um worrying about spreading any diseases or anything like that so sure. uh, we'll see but yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of off season stuff. The just because the season ends doesn't mean the newsletter is going into hibernation. It'll be we'll be cranking out a lot of content every week. So yeah, um,
2: and this this stay, too can because look yeah this too th- th- this podcast here could be a thirty minute podcast or a fifteen minute jump on do some stuff throw it out um, and just some ideas and fun stuff. Uh, we won't it won't you know there's there is always going to be stuff to talk about during the off season. It's going to be a busy off season, I think
1: yeah yeah so guess what you guys need to do get you a paid subscription to jeff wilson's texas rangers newsletter jeff it costs 5.99 a month or if you do the year plan it costs five dollars a month yep so you know that's uh that's one less that's one less uh beer at at the bar or uh one less hamburger at at whataburger as yep. john likes to say so <laughs> Um, it's a it's a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake, and it's good stuff. It's well and, worth uh, it. And and I, va- it. We're, we're we're very biased, but you know, if you listen to what Paul Kruger said at the end of the last episode, that was a real nice compliment. How he he and the organization have taken note how we're hitting the farm system. So um, you yeah. know. If you're into prospects and you don't care about the major league team right now, this is a place you got, you got to know about these guys. And, and, and we'll, the, the, the subscription enables you to do
2: that. Absolutely. And listen, TR came out with another great one today and he's doing his (sighs) memoirs and those are fantastic. And, guys, I mean, look, the daily coverage is great. I mean, Jeff puts out great stuff every day, dog videos, all of that to go with it, and good stuff. And he talks to the guys there on the team every day. Uh, and then you got TR who puts his stuff on, which is fantastic. And then this this part here is free. Uh, but i tell you what, right. the, I look for my newsletter every morning to hit to see what yeah. you talked about uh, on there. Yeah. So, all right, guys, get the subscription. We'll see you next week. Guys. Thanks a lot. See you at the yard.